0: I know I'm not the only one who's found herself in one of these scenarios. Picture it. You're firing off emails trying to catch up with your ever-growing inbox. Or you're elbow deep in diapers, overwhelmed by the demand of your little ones, when suddenly you're interrupted by a text. It's a friend you haven't talked to in a while, and she's insisting that you two finally get together for coffee. You know, that hangout you promised her months ago. You read the text and shout at the phone, oh my gosh, I don't have time for friends right now. Believe it or not, I have been guilty of this response and I've been annoyed and inconvenienced by the idea of spending time with friends when more important things are at hand. But what if I told you that you might be doing more harm than good by pushing your friendships to the margins? What if I told you that you can't afford not to invest in your friendships? Today I'm talking directly to the woman who's too busy for friends because girl, you need them more than you know. You're tuned in to Give It A Rest, the podcast where we're giving tough love truths for the sisterhood. I'm your host, Danielle Bayer jackson certified friendship expert and author of the book, Give It a Rest, The Case for Tough Love Friendships. And when it comes to misunderstandings and complications within our female friendships, I am here to help you through it. So let's just jump right in with an exercise. I'm gonna ask you five questions and I want you to answer honestly. The responses to these questions Will show us where you prioritize your time and if you're giving enough to your female friendships. And then I'll tell you a little bit later why it matters that you do so, okay? Question number one What is the first thing you think of when you wake up in the morning? Question number two How do you spend most of your day? Question number three What do you find yourself talking about most? Question number four, what is that thing you make sure gets paid no matter what? Question number five, what's the last thing you think about before your head hits the pillow at night? A couple weeks ago, my response to each of those questions would have been my business. But for those of you who follow my Instagram stories, you know that I You know that I recently posted about a major health scare we had with my son and it opened my eyes as to how I've been spending my time and what's really important. And I received maybe 40 to 50 direct messages of women who shared their hearts with me and told me, ugh, I'm guilty and I can't believe I've been spending my time on certain things and you're right. And I emphasized in that Instagram story that I realized how important it is to prioritize relationships. How did you answer those five questions? Because they tend to be an indicator of what you value most. Did any of those responses have to do with your relationships and the people you pour into and who are life-giving? Because that is what matters, okay? Now, I think a lot of us know that conceptually, but when it comes to putting it into practice, it's like, how do we do that? So I'm talking to the woman who says she does not have time for friendships because I'm hoping to, one, convince you about how important they are. And then to show you practical ways for investing and prioritizing them. The first thing I want to share with you is a little thing called Dunbar's number. And the theory here is by a popular uh, sociologist. He argues that you can only have room for five close friendships. Research finding that our brains only have the capacity to emotionally invest in five close friendships. And get this, if you have a romantic partner, that takes up two of those spaces, leaving you with three people, three slots that you can invest in. Why am I sharing this? Because sometimes a lot of us are overwhelmed by the idea of maintaining friendships because we think, oh, I don't have time for all that. I can't be hanging out with a bunch of people. I don't have time to be touching bases with a hundred people. Well, who gave you the idea that you have to go wide? It's about going deep. You can't even do friendship well if you're trying to invest in, build with, you know, uh, pour into 25 different, quote unquote, close girlfriend friendships. It doesn't work that way. So for those of you who are thinking, oh, I don't have time to pour into all the girls I know. Well, let me help you a little bit by encouraging you to identify three to five women whose friendship you really value. Or three to five women you want to get to know better because it's about being intentional. You need to take the time to identify those women and pour into them. That's how you should start when it comes to prioritizing friendship itself is to prioritize the right people. The second thing I want you to do or I want you to know that woman who's just too busy for friends is I need you to reframe how you even think about friendship. Some of us still see friendship as a luxury a nice to have instead of a need to have. And when we think of female friendship, we think about, you know, the superficial things, going to brunch and taking a bunch of selfies together or just hanging on the phone for hours a night. Some of us still kind of have that image of hanging out with friends. And when we think about the time demand, we're like, oh, I I, I can't invest time in this. So some of us are having overwhelm at the idea of spending time with friends because our definition of what that looks like is wrong. Now is brunch and hours long conversation are all those examples of how we can invest time in each other? Sure. But it's checking in on each other. It's intentionally scheduling time for a quick catch up. It's sending a text that's like, hey, I was thinking of you. It's grabbing a card the next time you're in Target and sending it to her. All these things make her feel supported They're showcasing your ability to be a good friend. It's you exercising friendship, but they're not necessarily large time demands. Now, does friendship require of you meaningful conversation? Sure. And I certainly hope you're making time to do that. But what I'm trying to do right now is to eliminate the misconception that female friendship demands of us tons of time, superficial hangouts, and it has to be this laborious thing that we are struggling to integrate into our lives that would be incorrect so find tiny ways that don't demand too much that you can show your friend I'm thinking of you I'm here for you you know if you know she went to the doctor last week sending a text hey are you good or offering to go to the doctor with her if you know that that's something that's coming up that's causing her anxiety and sit with her and and maybe you have the kind of friendship where you're really close and you don't have to chat each other's ear off in the waiting room. Maybe it's something where you bring your work to work on, but she just appreciates the fact that you were there. Okay. So I challenge you to rethink the way you consider showing up for a friend. And if your very idea of it is wrong, and by extension, you've decided you don't have time for friendship. Okay. A lot of us are operating with the wrong premise. The next thing I want you to keep in mind is this. Your social connections are directly connected to your health. And I don't know if people think I emphasize that because I'm a a friendship coach and I'm in this world and I'm trying to make you believe it's important. I could talk your ear off about all the research that has been done over the years that shows direct correlations between your feelings of anxiety, depression, loneliness, your heart health, your mental health your emotional health due to uh, connected to your social connections now I cannot emphasize this enough we're not talking about the number of friends you have so I'm not saying a person with 40 friends is going to be more well-off than a person with one that's not what I mean at all but a lot of the research says based on your sense of feeling supported that determines your well-being So the strength of your social network, even if that's two close girlfriends, you're going to be better off than the woman who does not have those connections. There's one study that people in the friendship world like to quote a lot. And um, it was a study that was done in 2016. And they um, studied about 1,000 women, nearly 1,000 women who had varying stages of breast cancer. The ones who were more likely to recover, survive, and overcome were the ones who they called quote-unquote socially integrated. So the ones who had a support network. That could be 10 women, that could be one woman, but the women who knew that they had relationships with people who supported them and they felt close to were more likely to survive, recover, and overcome. There was a 2009 study done of 300 people at a free clinic in New York and they found that those who were coming in support uh, and saying that they had, you know, anxiety and who they found to have depression also had no social connections, no one in their lives they were close with. If you are not yet convinced that friendship is important, please let this portion of the podcast episode Sink in because all too often I hear the same women who lament being busy and not having any time, also being the same women giving voice to their loneliness and how anxious they feel, how disconnected they feel Well, the two go together. So if no one's made that, you know, super clear connection for you, let me do that right now. Okay. I know you're yearning for closeness. I know you want to feel connected. You feel overwhelmed. You feel isolated. I would like to argue that there's probably a direct correlation to that and how you invest in your friendships and how close you feel with other women in your life. And the final thing that I'd like you to keep in mind is to assess the health of the friendships themselves. Because if you find yourself kind of eye rolling at the idea of spending time with friends or the idea of investing more time with friends makes you anxious then think about the women who you're dreading hang, hanging out with or spending time with. Because if they are toxic, those relationships, and you find yourselves, yourself avoiding that time with them and pouring into them and listening to them and communing with them, then I wonder if that's an indicator of the health of that particular friendship because you should not feel that way. There should be no dread that you're experiencing when that woman comes to mind. You should not feel drained at the thought of hanging out with them. In my opinion, that's something different entirely. So if that's how you find yourself feeling like, oh, I don't have time to deal with that, but it's because the woman in question is one who's emotionally exhausting or she's toxic and doesn't support you and always feels like she's draining you, that's something different entirely. So so pay attention to that and keep your eyes open to that because it's not a marker of the time demand of friendship. But maybe more points to that particular woman and the health of that particular dynamic. I just want this to be something you think about the next time you utter the words, I'm too busy for all that, because it's not something that we should be pushing to the margins of our lives. When we have extra time, we'll get to it. The same way we put on the calendar how we're going to get to certain emails and have business meetings, the same way we're putting date nights on the calendar, the same way we're putting family time on the calendar, shopping time, and we're plotting out all the things we want to quote unquote accomplish this quarter. We have to take the same approach with our female friendships because we can't afford not to. Today's episode was helpful for you. I'd love for you to come tell me about it over on the Facebook group called the Give It A Rest podcast actor party. You can also hear me run my mouth and give other unsolicited advice regarding your friendships on Instagram at Danielle Byer Jackson, formerly at Girl Give It A Rest. So now I've switched my handle and would love to see you over there. And as always, you can listen to more episodes and read some of our research-based articles over at giveitarrestmovement.com. I can't wait to see you over there.